Hey, hey, what up? It's old Kenny here with you for the second brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show in the same week. Yes, that's right. My little kawaii tirade there, my little kawaii rant, I guess, put some new life in me. I'm ready to go. I'm rearing to go for round two. But it may not be up to me. It may come down to logistics. What I mean by that, I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard these podcasts where it sounds like complete ass. Either they're recording on the worst microphone, like something invented back in 1856 or something. Or these guys are just straight up recording in a cafeteria or something. And you hear trucks driving around in the background, children crying, children screaming. Depending what type of podcast it is, if it's run by some creepy white guy, maybe that screaming from the children is supposed to be in that podcast because that's what it's about. The Murdering Children podcast. There's some real sickos out in this world. I would not be surprised if that's a thing. For this reason and this reason alone, I never ever want to go to like a podcast festival and meet other podcasters. Because I never want to meet a child murdering psychopath who makes a podcast out of it. Because it's like, come on, man. I work really hard some of the time to come up with some jokes. You, you're just murdering a child. That child is doing all the work. You lazy piece of shit. Now, what was I saying? All right, yeah. I prefer my podcast not sound completely horrible. Sure, there's been some rough ones. There's... Sure, there's been a few episodes where the content wasn't amazing. It wasn't my best work. But it usually sounds pretty nice. But I'm sure there's someone out there listening to this podcast being like, man, this guy, this podcast sounds so good technically. That voice is so silky smooth. But all for naught. It's all wasted on this talentless, dirty Canuck. What? I'll kill you! And then record it on a podcast. And probably be way more successful than the Kenny Ho Show as presently constructed. But I was struggling there to start a second episode because I want this thing to sound good. But it was difficult to do so because even though it's 3 in the afternoon, the landscaping company is finally out making their rounds. Mowing all the lawns in the neighborhood at 3 in the afternoon. Dude, I'm like, how useless are you how lazy are you to be starting your work day when everybody else's work day is about to end this and this ain't one of those evening shift jobs this is something you do during the day so you don't annoy people when they come home at night but i'm not too surprised i guess that someone would start at three instead of instead of starting like at nine and being done at noon Because even though it's called landscaping and it sounds nice, it sounds like an upscale job, a glam job, what it basically boils down to is you getting your hands dirty, literally, like plucking weeds and trimming hedges or whatnot. And if you look at it, the people who do these jobs are usually chubby white guys or a fat Mexican guy, right? And it fits the bill. It makes perfect sense to me why these are the people who do these jobs, Because nobody with any ambition in life was strived to professionally mow the lawn. These are guys who like to party, who like to drink, who like to do drugs. But they're like, oh yeah, I guess I have to pay for this shit somehow. Let me get a job where I can be hungover till 2 in the afternoon. Charge the people an arm and a leg. 
and they'd be done like 25 minutes later and pick up their own damn grass clippings. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm at some shitty dead end job. There is no light at the end of the tunnel for me. Even moving up does not sound good to me. A, they'll never consider me for promotion because the opportunity for that has come and gone multiple times and I have not even had a conversation with anybody about moving up. But at this point in the game, I wouldn't want to move up. Even if they came to me tomorrow, they're like, Kenny, we need a guy. We need you to move up. I'm like, are you out of your mind? I have the protection of the union now and I don't feel 100% comfortable with you goddamn snakes. If I were to take you guys up on that offer... That, to me, sounds like one of the worst decisions I would have ever made. And, oh my goodness, that's saying a lot. I've made some really poor choices in my day. So, sure, I'm a huge loser now, but at least I was ambitious once upon a time. At least there was never a conversation between my mama and I when I was a kid where she was like, Kenjito, what will you be when you grow up? Mama, I'd love to use a weed whacker. Now, speaking of being a loser, you know, as I said, I turned 33 recently. All right, so I'm back. I had to pause there because I got a little crazy. I guess they brought the mega weed whacker out today. It's making so much noise. I'm like, there's no way that my microphone is not catching and picking all that up. Let me walk away. Hopefully I don't fall asleep as the adrenaline passes out with me shortly following. There's no doubt about that. What was I saying? Was it? That I'm a loser. See, that's that's like easy, right? I, I can almost pick up from any point on any episode and be like, I was talking about me being a loser, right? And probably be right. In some way, shape, or form, at least. Whether I was talking about it or not, or at least I'd be accurate. Sounds like these dirty landscapers want to make happy hour, so it sounds like they're about to pick up business again. So I'm gonna fall asleep if I don't do this now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna push through. I'm gonna keep talking and hope they stop and live up to their uselessness and give up and do a poor job and move on. I think I was um, I was trying to say something along the lines of, yeah, I'm 33 now, dead-end career, I'm a fat boy, unlovable. So I've conceded, I'm going to die alone, not going to have a wife, not going to have a girlfriend, not going to have kids. Most important in all of this is at least I'm not bringing a life into this horrible, horrible, horrible world. Made even more horrible with my lack of anything discernible to teach this child. Like by the like the fourth, I want to say fourth grade, probably not even that, by like the fourth birthday of this kid, I would have taught him or her everything that I'm physically capable of teaching. Here's how to tie your shoes. Although use Velcro for now, it's uh, the lazy man's way. Actually, no, I don't want to set you up to be a weed whacker when you grow up. Just tie your laces. Never learn how to mow the lawn. Shoot higher in life. Tying shoes. Brushing your teeth. I got that down. And most importantly, these are what black people are stereotypically known for. And this is how you translate them into jokes. And then I'm done. I've got no wisdom to pass on to this kid. And no means of taking care of said kid. Like, I'm sure you're imagining me teaching this kid in some nice fancy neighborhood with white picket fences. And that's fine, that image is correct. But like, instead of being in one of the houses, we'd be in some, I wanted to say van, but more accurately, a broken van in an alley somewhere. 
I still don't have my driver's license and I ain't going to try to get one of those. So yes, we'd be living out of a van that doesn't move. That's a sad life I can't be bringing in. That's a sad life for me, let alone... I wanted to say Little Kenny, but I, I find it so tacky when people name their kid after themselves. Like they're like, I'm so awesome. This name can't go to waste. I gotta keep a line of Tyrones going. We're going to be a mainstay on the welfare system, generation after generation after generation. TS3? TS3? Tyrone Smith III is what, is what that means. So I want to name the, the kid Kenny Jr. And I'd like to pick a name, but it's a waste of time. I'm never having a kid. All I'm saying is I don't plan on having kids. That's not an interest of mine. And it doesn't make sense to me. How all these people complain about having kids, how it's ruined their lives, how they're so tired, they never get to do anything, yet they keep having them. Yes, I'll never understand what it's like to take a shot in life. I'm a hermit. I'm a 33-year-old loser hermit who's sitting in his cold and dank apartment watching the world passing by. I I could never understand what a go-getter is like. So some people, they have kids because they don't know any better. They're like, let me have a kid. I think that's what I'm supposed to do. And be like, oh crap. Wow, I made a huge mistake. How many times do I have to feed you? But but for people who have loved ones and friends, don't they talk? Don't people tell them, this is my life now. Kind of wish I didn't have the kids. You probably shouldn't have any yourself. Like it makes no sense. Like if you know something is going to drastically mess up your life, Take away your social life, take away all your money, take away all your time and energy. Why the hell would you do that? Why would you, in good sense, jump into that willingly? Now listen, if I'm dating Kristen Crook and she's like, I want to have a kid, and if you want to stay with me, you're going to have this kid with me, then I got no choice. She's more or less put a gun to my head, and I got no choice. But don't people understand cause and effect? Like for a while there, I was staying up till 2 or 3 each and every night playing GTA or Warframe. And it really messed up my next day. Because then that meant I could only sleep for a few hours, get up the next morning, be super tired, have no will to live, have no will to work out, and have every interest in taking a nap like at 11. I was not productive whatsoever. So I'm like, hmm, cause and effect, cause and effect. Let me... I don't like this outcome, so let me so let me take this action, this cause, and do something else. And I've never looked back since. I haven't been up till two, in probably two years. And do you know what? It's worked miracles. I'm a solid 7% more productive because of a great decision, cause and effect. Yes. But I was really baffled the other day when I heard on the news that There's one dude on this planet, at least one dude anyway, on this planet, who wants to have kids so bad, he's willing to break the law to make it happen. Did you hear about this? Some dirty doctor, and I mean dirty doctor, I don't mean like dirty old fried chicken, which is actually good fried chicken. I mean like a piece of shit doctor. What is he called? A fertility doctor or whatever? In Montreal, of course, the dirty French. And again... Not fried chicken dirty. More like a shitty, snobby, unliked by most of the country type of dirty. This fertility doctor, for years, was impregnating 
his clients with his own stuff, with his own dirty goo, with his own soldiers. He's like, I'm doing her a favor. She thinks that her chiropractor husband, his tadpoles are the good stuff. Chiropractors, they're not even real doctors. They're witches, really. I'll just put some of my stuff in her. And he did that for years and years and years. He's like an old dude now. I'm like, dude, are you out of your mind? Like, you have deadbeat father syndrome or something like that? You're like, I was never good at basketball. I was never good at rap. And I lived in a nice neighborhood, not like Scarborough. This is as close as I'll ever be to being black. Hey, man, before you hate on me, you go to Scarborough and you talk to a mother with a kid whose dad is nowhere to be found, and then you talk to a second woman, and it turns out she also has a kid by the same guy, and he's still also nowhere to be found, and then you can repeat the process for four or five more times, and then you'll know it's funny because it's true. But back to this doctor. I'm like, Doc, are you crazy? Why? Like, I hope the woman's at least hot, but even then, that's so weird. Like, I, like, I understand if you're like, uh, I don't know, a dentist who put the, the, the patient under and you got to fondle her a little bit if she's hot. Or if you're a gynecologist and you're putting your fingers where it doesn't really need to belong. Or at least not as long as you're doing it and the way you're doing it. Or I don't know, just do something like where she's hot. I'm going to get her to do something where I could never get her to do under normal circumstances. I'm going to abuse my power and be unprofessional and take advantage of this hot chick a little bit. I... That's scummy and shitty. I can't say I wouldn't do exactly the same thing under the exact same circumstances, but I am saying, because I, I get the temptation, I get the lure of doing something like that, but impregnating this chick without going through the wonderful experience of impregnating a girl the old-fashioned way, what the hell's the point? You skip the part that we all want to do to mechanically and scientifically and mad scientifically guarantee the part that most of us don't want to do. The part where it's like, I I really like being with this sexy girl. Man, there's a lot of fat single chicks that I don't want to mingle with those ones. All right, I guess if I gotta, if the price to stay with a 8 out of 10 is the goddamn give her the kid she wants, I guess so. But let it be known I'm doing this under protest. But this guy, he's like, that's the part I want. I want there to be a bunch of technically bastard children who grow up thinking they're part of a loving family, thinking their daddy is their daddy, and not some pervy old doctor from Montreal. (laughs) That is the least diabolical plan. I mean, it's messed up, don't get me wrong, it's quite evil. But it is the worst diabolical plan, I guess, I've ever heard. And it's not even funny. Like, you're messing up somebody's life. I don't get me wrong. If you were brazen enough to do this with an all-Asian couple and a kid comes out half-white, half-Asian and be a beautiful, the most beautiful mix you could ever do, Eurasian, baby. You are doing the world a favor, but it's screwed up. That's messed up. And I didn't hear of anything like that happening because at least that would be funny. That would be how this is funny. Wait, he went to an all-Asian couple, an all-brown couple, an all-black couple, and he thought he could get away with this? Man, you're a fool. If you're going to be a pervy doctor, be like a regular pervy doctor. Not ruin a bunch of people's lives forever, pervy doctor. Seeing a boob you shouldn't have seen, 
Mm, not cool, but probably not the end of the world. Having some unsuspecting woman give birth to your child and raise it only to find out this heinous act happened? That's pretty screwed up. You're ruining some lives. Bite me, pervert. And finally, the other day, I was looking up Jubilee from X-Men because one of the guns I got in Warframe, the shooting, the effects that came out, reminded me of Jubilee's powers. And in Warframe now, you can name your gun. So I'm like, I'm going to name this Jubilee. Let me figure out how to spell Jubilee. So I googled it. And I'm like, okay, so yeah, my spelling was correct. Pretty well educated. At least more so than these filthy lawn mowing pieces of trash. But before I closed the browser, I noticed something. It said under played by one of the names. I think it was the first one, but one of the names there caught my attention. One of the actresses who played Jubilee in one of the many X franchises, whether cartoon or the movie, her name is Lana Condor. I'll be like, holy crap, that's friggin' intense. I had to click on it. I had to be like, who is this chick? Lana Condor. And it turns out it's the chick who played her in, um, was it the Apocalypse one? Like one of the, the newer movies. Uh, that's the craziest stage name I've ever seen. In fact, I dare say, in fact, not only that, I would also say this is the biggest case of selling out I've ever seen. Tentatively, I plan on one day being the biggest sellout in podcast history. But now's not the time to get into that story. I'll need a bunch of fans for that first. Because I'm sure her parents, well, her mom anyway, uh, even the dad, like the dad was like, uh, I guess, you know, if I'm going along with this ride, I'm going to make the most of it. You know, this this little girl's could be my pride and joy. Let me name her after her grandmother, my mom. You know, she's going to carry our family name proud. And the second this bitch makes it to Hollywood, she's like, forget all that noise. I want an American name. I want to be something better than Asian. I want to, I want a name that screams white girl and... If that was her thinking, she successfully did it. Because there is no whiter white girl name than Lana. Like, to the point where I'm surprised she picked Condor as a last name. Because you can't go so flippin' white on one end and be like, let me keep some of my Asian heritage on the other end. But even to that end, it's still a sellout move. Because she's Vietnamese. And uh, Condors have nothing to do with Vietnam, I, I think, anyways. I... I know nothing about Vietnam, and as far as I can tell, there's nothing I need to know about Vietnam other than they make a delicious soup. Like, what are they known for outside of that soup? Like, corruption, right? Government corruption and a war. Like, have you ever heard of a Vietnamese billionaire? I haven't. I haven't even heard of Vietnamese millionaires. Why? Because they're probably so corrupt down there. They're screwing each other over so much, so often, nobody ever amounts and amasses that type of wealth. It's gone because some some dirty Viet has stolen it and scammed it out of their, their bank account before they know what hit them. I also know Vietnamese people tend to hate Chinese people, so if, if you think I'm just going to take that laying down and not reciprocate some old Kenny hate, whether it's warranted or not, you don't know me very well now, do you? 
nor does this woman know about her heritage all that much. Or maybe she does. She's like, Condor's Asian. Yeah, but I feel like Condor's more Chinese than it is Vietnamese. The Condor Heroes legendary, legendary fiction in Chinese literature. So I kind of like the sentiment of you picking something Asian. You should have probably picked something Vietnamese. And less intense. Because right now, the name you've gone with is the equivalent of me being ashamed of my heritage and, and picking the stage name Steven Dragon. That's intense. That's going to set a precedence and a hype at auditions that I could not possibly live up to. Casting directors will be like, Steven Dragon, holy shit, this guy's going to blow us away. I show up, I do my monologue, they're like, yeah, you're all right. But I feel like a Steven Dragon would have really taken it to the next level. Would have set us all on fire, if you will. I'm telling you, if, if this girl wasn't a hot Asian girl, she'd never get cast. She'd show up and be like, yeah, you're not a very good actress. And you look like garbage. Get the hell out of here, you're never going to work. You never work in this town. Well, I mean, you can serve us that delicious beef noodle soup, but not as an actress. She is no doubt only getting these parts and getting away with that last name because she is sexy. Calm down. Sell out, you know, more calmly. Take a page from Selena Jade, a.k.a. Selena Horan. Or Maggie Q, a.k.a. Maggie Quigley. Like, you're not intimidated by any of those names. You're like, oh, that sounds exotic, sounds cool, I want them in there. Lana Condor and Steven Dragon, that scare people away. I get your birth name, Hung Fuk, is an ugly name, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you shouldn't change it to something. But Lana Condor is too much and inaccurate to your heritage. Lana Fu is way more accurate and appreciated and scrumptious. All right, that's it. That's episode 206, I believe, of the Kenny Ho Show. I'm all tuckered out. We should take some bets. See how long this working out thing is going to last. Over under three, four days. Let's say over under four days. I don't even know what that means. Is that, does that mean I've got to make it four, to four days? I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Let's bet a bucket of delicious chicken and a bowl of delicious beef noodle soup that I can do this for more than four days. I'm betting that I can. You can bet that I can't. I can't guarantee you that you will lose. I really, really can't. Well, until next time, you take care of yourself. I'm Steven Dragon, burning you all away. Doodles.